My name is Insane Raven. I am back with another episode of Tales of the Hunt, the weekly podcast where I go through my platinum trophy collection and I kind of just talk to you about the trophies, the stories, and everything kind of went into the game. Unfortunately, this week, even though we have essentially what is like a, an SSS tier game, I don't have a lot of information about its development, unfortunately. Just like how this episode was a day late, I have had a pretty busy week personally that kind of just got in the way of making this episode and admittedly giving the episode the full respect it deserves. Because if there's ever a game that I feel like deserves full respect, it is Bioshock. We're talking about a game that Ken Levine, a video game auteur, if I've ever heard of one, crafted this world all about philosophy and with a beautiful setting and just like trying to describe Bioshock is like trying to describe a out-of-body experience. It is an action-adventure game with dripping in horrific atmosphere and this creepy otherworldly setting and it's just perfect i love the original bioshock but i also feel like saying that isn't saying much like bioshock is one of the games where if you need and again another cliche if you're going to make the argument of all video games odds you show them bioshock and bioshock remastered is just making things a little bit prettier on the ps4 xbox one series of consoles but Bioshock Remastered still has a couple of flaws with it that basically go on to with the exception of having better graphics card making it look a little bit better on PS4 not a lot was actually changed for the Bioshock Remastered collection a lot of the same glitches that existed on the PS3 exist on the PS4 and with the remastered, there really isn't any excuse to let that slide. What I'm not saying it was a developer or an in-the-trench type person who let that slide. At what I can easily imagine is someone up at 2K just being like, "Hey, um, you know, let's just slap it, let's just port it essentially, and let the hardware take care of it," because the Bioshock Remastered Collection had no input from Ken Levine. Ken Levine didn't even know the original creator of Bioshock, didn't even know that this was going to go out until it was pretty much already on shelves, which is a really fucked up thing to do to a dude. And on one hand, you can kind of see why they did that, because he had moved on from the company, he had left and was going on to making a horror game called Perception, all about being blinded and using essentially echolocation to try to figure a way out through this maze of horrors, which is such a game concept, and I cannot wait to play Perception from Ken, Lev- Ken Levine's new studios. Um, but no, we are talking back about with Irrational Game Studios, the creators of Bioshock, and bloody hell, is this a beautiful game. Like, there is... I don't think there's another action-adventure game that 
instantly makes me like shiver and shudder and be like, I don't know if I'm ready for this. It is absolutely insane. From the moment you enter in the rapture, the moment you see Andrew Ryan's bust, no man, no, uh, no government, no God, only man with that banner. It is like you are in for an experience. Like, Bioshock is one of those games that I'm waiting for the day for Halloween Horror Nights to take Bioshock and make it into a house. I am absolutely in love with it. I am absolutely in love with Rapture, and I feel like a lot of people are. It's why, come in the third games, Bioshock Infinite, you go back to Rapture in DLC and even in a quick little cameo moment in the main game. Spoilers for like an eight-year-old game at this point. But Bioshock is priceless. It is, it's even a game that got featured in PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. Another game that I genuinely love that I feel like not a lot of people do. Just because of the concept alone, which I've talked about on the podcast. But, oh, Bioshock, and, Bioshock even had a book. I want to make sure I get this right, because I read the book years ago, um, absolutely years ago, but I want to make sure I get the details right. I believe, if it's based off memory, that it is a book that takes, that talks about, like, um, yep, Bioshock Rapture was what the book was called, um, I want to just give you a quick synopsis for the book. It's by John Shirley. It is a prequel to the game series that I read. It goes much more behind like the politics of like the big name characters of um of the series, which is absolutely insane. All right, so let me just let me read you the synopsis of this book that I've read that goes back into the that's a prequel to the game that we play. At the end of World War II, FDR's New Deal has redefined American politics. Taxes at an all-time high, the bombing of Hiroshima and Nagasaki have brought a fear of total annihilation. The rise of secret government agencies and their, shank- and their sanctions on businesses have has many watching their backs. American America's sense of freedom is diminishing, and many are desperate to take that freedom back. Among them is a dreamer, an immigrant who pulled himself up from the depths of poverty to become one of the wealthiest and admired men in the world. That man is Andrew Ryan, and he believed that a great men and women deserve better, so he set out to create the impossible, a utopia free from government, censorship, and more restrictions on science. Well, what you give is what you get. He created Rapture, the shining, the, si- the shining, can't talk city beneath the sea, but as we all know, this utopia suffered a great tragedy, and this is the story how it all came to be, and how it all ended. I loved this book, because it, like, because it is Andrew Ryan's story, it is Fontaine's story, you know, you get all these, like, character moments from the game that's like, oh my gosh, like, the city of Rapture is what makes this game stand out, but... You read the book, John Shirley's book, and it's like, oh, this is actually that world. 
this is that world taking center stage as the point of the story. It's not escaping it anymore. It's not trying to figure out what Atlas wants. It's not trying to, you know, all that. It's what the what Rapture was supposed to be. It's the thing you never get in the game, and I really appreciate it. But I could talk forever about Rapture. I could talk forever about the big daddies and the Deltas and the big sisters that eventually come up in Bioshock 2, which is, in fact, the only game in the series I haven't platinumed yet, is Bioshock 2. I can say that today because Bioshock 4 hasn't come out yet, even though it's been teased for, like, the better part of six years now. <laughs> um, it's not six years. It's been, like, what? Four years since we first found out? When did... Hold on. No, it's been six years. Because in an interview... And, like, a, a 2K behind-the-scenes tour for Mafia 3... It was reported that work was being done on the next Bioshock game... But they couldn't announce it yet. As, like, just a, like a throwaway extra line in the news article. And since then, since back in 2016... We've been getting, like... Hints and references and like little things and developer quotes and investor calls, investor meetings, and all this shit. That Bioshock is coming back. They just haven't done it yet, which is so weird, right? Because I can, I can see it happening in the next year. I can see it happening in twenty twenty three. Mostly because you know most of the people who are clamoring for a PS five will have one. A lot of the games are already starting to shift into a completely PS5, Xbox Series X future, um, you know, with Resident Evil, with the Callisto Protocol, with all the, uh, Ghostwire Tokyo, with with these games becoming hardcore next-gen exclusive. And it's still kind of it's next-gen, even though it's probably current-gen now, because it's been two years. Not a lot of people have... Not everyone who wants those consoles have them. I know... Part of the reason that I've gone hard back into the PS3 era, like, I've started collecting sealed PS3 games, like a poacher, because I'm eventually going to open those all up and platinum them. Um, part of the reason why I've gone back to the PS3 is because the PS5 is just so unobtainable, and I've really come to love the PS3 library with all its weird and oddity games. But it'll be weird to it'll be weird and fantastic to see two PS3 games, Dead Space and Bioshock, both come back in 2023. Be like, hey, we're back for the screams. You know, I think it'd be interesting. So I can kind of see it happening next year. Like, how long are you going to wait to put this game out? I can see it. You know, but oh my goodness. Bioshock Remastered, I have a rule about not really giving a fuck when it comes to remasters, about being underhanded with the trophies, with gaining trophies, for the main purpose of, when the original game came out, you knew, or you have learned since then, that glitches existed, you know, that's why what we see in some remasters, like Crash Bandicoot with the cheese, or Modern Warfare 2 with the wet floor caution sign that developers know afterwards and they find out if glitches exist and they can reference them in remasters. 
if you're going to leave it in there and not do anything about it, I have no problem manipulating it, which is what I end up doing in Bioshock Remastered with one of the trophies, which, you know, we'll, we'll discuss when we get there. But let's actually look into the trophy list of this game. We're looking at a whopping 54 trophies, and I clicked out, and that was my main mistake. So I'm going to hop back in that really, really quick. Um, but yeah, like, the original... Man, I'm out of words to say now. But no, what I will do, what I will say and what I will guarantee you guys, because this episode is a day late and all that fun stuff, I'm going to be doing a 100% just an extra uh, game later today as well. Just kind of as an I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry for messing that up, essentially. Um, and what I'll do... I don't know what game I'm doing just yet. But I will do a game. I don't... I have to look at what I haven't done already. No, but looking at um, 54 trophies in the main list. With the first game being... With the 54th trophy, of course, being the Platinum Trophy. But let's actually get into our trophy list. Uh, toaster in the tub, the player has shocked an enemy in water. This is essentially the first trophy anyone's going to get, as it's a tutorial trophy. I'm not going to be talking too much about um, story things, even though like I feel like it's been a long enough time for everyone to know the big twist in the game, especially with a game as popular and as mainstream as Bioshock, I do feel like it's more of a, you know, everyone already knows type deal. Whereas some of the other games I talk about, some of the more rare games, some of the more obscure games, I think that's a better way of putting it. And I want to kind of hold on to that. I want to hold on to that for a little bit. Um, toast in the tub. Um, complete what is for that complete a welcome it's for doing a campaign mission hack the security bot the player has successfully hacked the security bot this is essentially one of the tutorial missions as well which by getting this trophy you also get the one successful hack uh, this the player has performed at least one successful hack pretty much at the same time as you get taught how to do it hack the vending machine the player has successfully hacked the vending machine, hacked the safe, you've hacked the safe, hacked the turret, you've hacked the, you've hacked the turret, uh, defeated Dr. Steinman. This is the first boss encounter of the game, even though the game really doesn't have bosses until the very end for, you know, better reasons, but this game does its, does its best work with atmosphere, and that's not controversial to say in the slightest, and Dr. Steinman is also a really good example of doing its best work with atmosphere. He is such an atmospheric encounter. It is quite brilliant, if I'm not, if I may say so myself. Um, but that's the thing with this game. A lot of the trophies are pretty, like, do everything once, more or less, which is a bit frustrating. Um, because the next trophy comes out to... Bought one slot. The player has purchased one slot in any plasmid or tonic track. Basically just upgrading your magic abilities. Oh, sorry. Your science abilities. Um, but I'm going to run through these pretty quickly. Because a lot of them are just do the thing one time. Like, 
And a lot of the telling you how to do the trophy and tips and tricks is essentially just letting you know that that's a thing that you have to do to get a trophy. Like, I'll go into more originally. Because I did play this game on the PS3, and I did not know that <laughs> the photo research was such an important thing. I didn't know, which is kind of funny. Um, so, hack the security camera for hacking a security camera. Research a splicer. The player has taken at least one research photo of a splicer. I believe... No. Okay. Actually, I think so, yes. This might be another tutorial mission in the main campaign. I believe it is, actually. So, that's the only one you have to do to continue. All the other ones get more involved. Because the thing that the game doesn't tell you is that not only by doing further research and taking pictures of all the different enemy types in the game, you get attack bonuses towards that enemy type, which is really cool. And it's something that goes more into the themes of the game and of the city of Rapture itself. For example, it's probably not a good thing to be taking creepy-ass photos of people, like, morally, but by doing that, you benefit, and there is no such thing as morality in Rapture, essentially. Morality has degraded, and it's all about what is good for research. Makes sense to me. Quality research photo. The player has taken a research photo of the highest grade, Pretty much getting an A. You want to get full body in the middle of a action scene. Of possibly like they're creeping around. Using their abilities. Getting an A rank. Getting a full frame. That kind of thing. Basically getting a money shot. If you ever played Pokemon Go. Or just any game with a camera. You know what you, what you mean. You're looking for that like. Gold star Instagram worthy post. Defeated Pitch. Peach Wilkins, second boss encounter, which I didn't even realize was a boss encounter the first time I did it. Um, like, I knew it was going to be a fight, but I didn't, like, realize what I was doing. Upgraded a weapon. The player has acquired at least one weapon upgrade. These are the special machines that you can go to only once. And once you go to them, they lock down forever. So these are collectible in the game. Fortunately... Even though the game feels linear, it is not missable. You can essentially go through, back through the entire game and explore around to see things that you've missed. Pick up, um, uh, pick up volatapes, tapes, cassettes, I forgot what they're called, we'll find out later. For the most part, that doesn't mean you should just like run through the game into the end and then backtrack all, because there is a lot of things that get closed off. Not a lot of things. There are some things that get closed off. So just be cautious about it. Go through it with a fine-tooth comb. But don't overstress. Because for the most part, I think it's just... I think the only exception to that rule is at the very beginning of the game. PS5 Trophies has a remarkable guide for all three games. Go ahead and use them. I know that when I go and Platinum Bioshock 2, I will be using them for that. Uh, fully researched gun splicer. The player has fully researched the lead head splicer. Which, again, just taking multiple photos of lead head splicers. Taking photos of the same splicer doesn't count, unfortunately. I learned that the hard way. Um, so just 
Keep on going. One fully upgraded I weapon. Just for fully upgrading a weapon. Uh, basic inventor. The player has successfully invented at least one item. There are machines that let you craft and combine items to make things. Most of the time it's just ammo. And I think it might be a first aid kit, but I'm pretty sure it's just ammo. Not a big deal there. Fully researched the Thug Splicer. Fully researched the Houdini Splicer. So both, both of these are going to be done in the forests of Arcadia. But again, just keep taking pictures of them like a voyeurist to creep and you'll be fine. Uh, researched, restored the forest, campaign trophy, skilled hacker, the player has successfully completed 50 hacks. You need to be hacking almost everything you can see, and you'll be fine. Maxed out one track, the player has purchased every slot in one of the plasma autonic tracks. Just a matter of spending Adam. No, that's money. Yeah, that's money. No? No, it's Adam. Purchasing Adam. Fully researched a spider splicer, two fully upgraded weapons, completed Cohen's masterpiece. Talk about a character that I fucking love. Sander Cohen is such a character. I love him. I love him so much. He is like all of my nightmares come to life. I love him. Ugh. Uh, irony. He is another one of the boss encounters, even though he doesn't really feel like a boss fight. Because you're going to get a photo for taking his cor a picture of his corpse. He is an artist who uses dead bodies for his art. So taking a picture of his corpse is just fucking proper. I loved it. Three fully upgraded weapons defeated Andrew Ryan. Not going to tell you about that, because that is a campaign trophy. Prolific photographer, take at least one photo in every research group of every single enemy type. That's basically all it means. Ammo inventor, the player has successfully invented all possible ammo types. Not that big of a deal. The next three trophies are all heavy, heavy spoilers for the game, which... If you haven't somehow played the one of the greatest video games of all time, um, go ahead and do those. But it's basically just for getting to the final set piece and completing it. The next trophy is the player has completed the game without harvesting any little sisters, little sister savior. This trophy is actually a bit of a dick because by not sacrificing any of the little sisters you think you're going to give yourself a disadvantage but they every three that you don't sacrifice they give you a gift basket which basically gives you all the atom you would have gotten if you didn't if you sacrifice them anyway so it really isn't a choice once you know that like it's kind of a dick move but once you get more stuff like tonics and monies and gifts and stuff so don't do that next uh, tonic Collector. Collect or invent 58 tonics in the physical, engineering, and combat tracks. Again, pretty easy. Fully research the Nitro Splicer. These are the uh, suicide bombers. Full, fully upgraded weapons. Fully researched Little Sister. Fully researched Rosie, one of the Big Daddy types. Max out all tracks. Purchased every slot in all four pla plasmid or tonic tracks. Dealt with every Little Sister. Fully researched the bouncer, 
all of that stuff is basically just the same stuff you've been doing throughout the entire game, just with different enemy types. Uh, lucky winner, hit the jackpot at a slot machine. This is, this isn't Sandra Cohen's area in the Pleasure Palace, I think. Pleasure something. But you just have to keep hitting a jack, I the slot machines until you eventually win. It is pure RNG, good luck. It doesn't go that bad though. Like, it's, we're sitting at a very rare 5.2%, so it's not gonna make you pull your hair. Like, there's some RNG that are just freaking awful. Uh, research PhD, max out all possible research, just for doing all the research that you've been doing for all the other trophies, no big deal. Found Cohen's room. The player has entered Sandra Cohen's personal quarters. This is a trophy that you need to look up a guide for because I have forgotten completely how to do it. Um, again, PS5 Trophies has a pretty good guide for that. Even though, but I don't recommend his guide for this trophy. Like, if you're using his guide to get all the collectibles anyway, he's going to show you how to do it. Which is why I recommend his collectibles guide over and But this trophy will show will be shown in that uh, in that guide. It's just like a two and a half hour guide. It's kind of long. Five fully upgraded weapons, brass balls. Complete the game on hard difficulty without using a vital chamber. I chose the impossible, complete the game on survival difficulty without using a vital chamber. A man chooses, complete the game on survival difficulty, seriously good at this. The player has completed the game on hard difficulty settings, which is how I actually did it. I did the avid, all of these trophies, right? Brass balls, I chose the impossible, a man chooses, seriously good at this. All those trophies can actually be done really, really simply with a glitch. Essentially, if you play the game on the easiest difficulty and then kill Atlas, the final boss fight of the game, and right right before the game goes into the cutscene, like as it's fading the white, hit pause, changes to survival difficulty, and as long as you didn't die throughout your entire easy playthrough, it'll count as a hard and survival play difficulty. This is a glitch that existed in the PS3 version of the game. It is super easy, and as according of 2017, when I got these trophies, doesn't require any hard work from you. Like, again, with the PS3, I kind of feel bad about using that same glitch, but they knew about it, so I don't care. <laughs> like, come on, guys. Avid inventor, successfully invent a hundred items. Weapon specialist, acquire all upgrades for all weapons. And then historian, this is for finding every single audio diary. I remember I had to play this game again. Um, because I had missed a couple of the ones in the early, early stage. In the like party room area, there's essentially one that you can miss by just progressing too far. So again, use the PlayStation PS5 trophies guide. It's really good. He'll get you done. Platinum trophy. This is for unlocking all the other trophies. It's actually a really nice picture, which I do enjoy. It is the, the picture of the big daddy. Just kind of like standing there in front of like some art deco. 
really enjoy it. But it is sitting at an ultra rare 1.8% with the... Yeah, with the... I chose the Impossible and the Historian Trophy being the two trophies that seem to be giving people the most amount of difficulty when it comes to this trophy. So, thank you guys for listening. I will see you later today for another episode in 100% Just an Extra. Probably going to be something spooky. Maybe not. I don't know. I'll see you then. Till next week.